I mean, we could just tell everybody that, you know, we reported all these episodes and then had time to not have to record. And that's what we did. And now we're recording again. I mean, yeah, it was just months ago. Don't have to tell anyone anything. Yep. We're just doing this. We don't owe anything to those 12 people Hi, that Kevin. actually listen to the podcast. I don't, I don't even know, Kevin. We don't owe you anything, Sorry, Kevin. Kevin. Is this, is this a Kevin I've met, Ken, or is this a different Ken, Kevin? <laughs> You'd be hard-pressed to have met this Kevin. Okay. How hard do I have to press to meet Kevin? Uh, you'd have to leave the state. Oh. Yeah, like I do that. Yeah, no, Ohio. Oh, you have to drive through Indiana to get there, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay, that's like, that's like a big wall of nope. Right. But they do have roller coasters in Ohio, right? Yeah, Cedar Point. Yeah. I believe. They also have uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, and, and there's the Origins uh, Game Fair once a year. And there's Canton, Ohio. If you like football. Uh, oh, that's right, the football one. As I say, they have a lot of things I have no interest in. <laughs> and apparently a fairly robust ska scene. Oh, which would be much more interesting to so me. So they than haven't moved out of football. the 90s yet. Anyway. anyway. Hey, I'm Joe. I'm Dan. Oh, I'm Ken. We're the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding movies to see if they hold up. And this time, we played golf in a thunderstorm and got struck by lightning because we were watching Caddyshack. I gotta say that the lightning effect was primo. I wish I would have gotten struck by lightning after watching this movie. After, that'd be like... Right now, that's a terrible time to get struck by lightning. Like, yeah, right now, I really would rather get struck by lightning than have to live with the fact that I watched this movie. Sometimes you just got to experience the bad and recognize the bad so that way we as a people can move on. True. For our video, for our video movie watching movie watch, video moving. Oh, wow. Wow. Let's try this again. For, For our movie watching fans, we watch this movie so you don't have to. Ha-ha. And for our non-movie watching fans, what? <laughs> what? Hi. I mean, yeah. What are you? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Are you? Hi. Are you? Are you studying English as a second language or something? What's going on? What? What's? Oh, what? don't please don't don't be listening to us for that. That's such <laughs> a bad idea. All right. Uh. So has. Either of you two uh, watched this movie before uh, watching nope. it now? I had not. Okay. Uh, so growing up in my house, my parents had a thing against Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> for some reason. Couldn't tell you why. I could. I, after, watch, after watching I this, like, I don't uh, I totally understand why people don't like Rod, Rodney Dangerfield. Oof. So... Yeah, this movie definitely wouldn't have been allowed in my house growing up. After I moved out, became an adult, I uh, was like, eh, 
this this movie's high ra- highly rated by people. Let's uh let's give this a go. And I was so bored. Uh mostly due to the fact that the movie I remember has very few in the way of likable characters and uh very shallow plot and just nothing really much there. Let me see. I wrote it, wrote down some stuff. I think I got it all. Yep. Bored and unlikable characters. That was my pre, my pre-roll before I watched the movie. <laughs> and, uh, that's usually enough for me to not ever go back and watch a movie. And, uh, yeah. I know so many people who like this movie or have fond memories of this movie. And I, I don't, after watching it, don't understand what is wrong with these people. Um, I, we've watched a lot of movies so far, and I, I have been a proponent of several bad movies and saying that they are bad movies. This movie is not bad. This movie is awful. I hated every minute of the one hour and 37 minutes that I watched of this movie. I, I'm glad that I hadn't watched it up until this point, and I will never watch it again. Dan, we got to work on your not giving away the the cow with the milk <laughs> at the front end of the show. We, we got to some... Can't help it. <laughs> we got to work I, on... I'm just... Stretching this out. <laughs> there, there's nothing to stretch. This movie's shit. So I went into this... Right, we, we, oh, we got some yeah. stretching we got to do, because we have some uh, time we have to fill. And there's going to be a lot of no, stretching to get gonna there. it's going to be as long as it needs to be, and that's all. Okay. I mean, if we're going to be stretching, I'm going to have to dislocate a couple of shoulders. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Uh, yeah. No golf for you, though. I went into that's it. That's probably uh, fine. With the memory of when I was a kid, of course, this came out, and I was too young to even really remember, but... Uh, I do recall that my father really liked this movie, and he did like Rodney Dangerfield, and so, of course, since my dad likes these things, I'm inclined to think that they are good as well, because I'm a good little kid, I'm a good boy, I I like the things, and I agree (laughs) with my father, because my father is a a figure that I look up to when I was a a child and stuff like that, so... I just viewed it as, this is funny. This is, you know, uh, haha, this is a good movie because when it came on, he'd watch it. In hindsight, it's probably because of the boobs. But anyway. We've covered the good part of the movie. <laughs> I mean, there's the, the cast is a pretty good selection of... of 80s and 90s comedians so ted like knight. i went in expecting it being i funny, love ted kinda knight. yeah joe joe did you get to the end of your uh yeah that, that was it say? okay that was it <laughs> awesome i mean we jumped we jumped we jumped right on top of that we did yeah as it we're we're kind of oh, steamrolling sure. here because there's so little there's easy. so little so little good to say about this movie i loved the gopher so before before we start digging into likes and dislikes, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's the been audience so long. who has never seen this, <laughs> that, it's been so long. It's, been it's also two been weeks. It's been so, it has no, not been two because weeks. two weeks ago we were doing an episode scene by scene. We're out of that now. We've got that out of our blood. 
<laughs> now we're back to the regular Ooh, schedule. Geez. We just forgot what the regular schedule was. It's been, what, that was yeah, the, seven the, episodes the long? air quotes on two weeks are just, they're so big. <laughs> Why are the quotes so big? Uh, because anyway. it comes from my, one of my favorite movies, Total Recall, which we've already talked about. <laughs> Yet, for the people who haven't seen this movie, I will brush up the thin veneer of a story that this film has and that is there are caddies at a country club and they aren't rich so they feel like they have to pander to the rich people at the country club and the country club people put out a scholarship for the caddies so that they can go to college except for not all the caddies only one caddy only one caddy, because the rest of them are poor, and they know they're poor, and they know their place in the world, and they will yeah. always be poor. They can't do without and, their caddies. And they're foreigners. Let's not forget that undertone. Oh, there's, they but there's keep so many poor. undertones. It's easy to forget which undertone keep poor people poor, about. so that way they continue to have so caddies. So we follow one particularly... Uh, annoying caddy through his adventures of being an asshole and hopefully getting a scholarship and then throwing the scholarship away to hang out with other assholes that are adults. So he's objectively the second least uh, annoying caddy in this movie. A bulk of them are just terrible people. Uh, One of them who is least annoying than this one is that small child who tried to pick up that giant bag. You mean the young girl? I said child's because I wasn't sure if that was the girl or not. Yeah, that that, that was her. Laugh. Yeah, that was that's that's the shining shining point in this movie. Not the gopher. Uh, I hmm. gopher fine. However, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to watch the fucking Looney Tunes when I put this movie in. Fair, fair. That's fair. It's, that's, that's very fair. It's very there fair. for the kids, yeah, apparently. <laughs> kids watching an R-rated film. Okay, hang on, I gotta, I gotta calm down it's here. It's the eighties, Dan. We all Yo. watched R-rated films when we were kids back then. Man, I peeked the hell out of that. Let's just turn the volume down. There we go. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's flip the yeah, uh, that's, um, let's flip that's the script it. and let's start with what's bad that we didn't like about this movie because I think there's more to say in that category than what we like about this movie. So if we flip them, oh, we can wrap uh, up quick. Okay. Um I I man I I this movie just put me in such a bad mood. Like the longer that I watched it, the more I didn't like it. And if I didn't have to, like, watch it to the end, because we have a podcast, I totally would have turned this movie off. Oh, sure. Sure. Like, so much, so much of the content of this, of this film is just tasteless. Like, I would have rather watched Porky's. Ooh. Next time. Huh. I wonder if that one holds up. It seems like it would have the same grade of if uh, I if I wanted something big old truly, finger quotes yeah big old finger quotes Marvel fingers on yeah big old finger quotes yeah it definitely falls into the uh, I'll guess I'll call it smut humor of the eighties 
where it's really not a good movie and the less funny it is, the more that they throw naked ladies in it. This this falls sure. into that category of 80s humor film. And terrible jokes that are set to objectify women yeah. generally yep. or uh or be, be racist in, inherently or terribly racist inher- yeah, or inherently sexist i j- oh man so many just jokes fall flat these days it's it's definitely a movie of its time because the things they are saying are not funny they're offensive and terrible and it's just it's exasperating it is i guess the one joke i did like was right off the cuff uh where uh, it started off well what's his well name enough uh ty ty woods is that what it is uh, is that his name ty. i think so. i don't his... remember what his last name is chevy chase's character yeah. chevy chase chevy chase says you do drugs danny and danny says yeah every day and uh he says good Understated, fun joke, hooray for bodily autonomy. Uh, but uh, that's that's about it. Like the beginning and end of fun jokes, right there. Everything else is just yeah. Pretty much anything after that, the movie is just becomes pedantic. Like, am I supposed to be cheering for? Uh, it makes it feel like you're supposed to be cheering for Danny, the bug eyed guy. But then, but he's a he's a oh, he mistreats a terrible everybody guy. that's in his life. He, I mean, he has his family at the beginning, and that's okay. We're setting up he comes from a big, poor family. And they respond to each other just fine. Normal. Except for they only care about Danny. Yeah, because he's their great... <laughs> the eldest child. Yeah, and the one who's going to go to college and... I they guess. wake up all the kids. They push the kids out of the way. Be like, Danny, where, what are you doing here? Get out of there. And he walks in on his sister in the shower or something. Oh, Danny saw me naked. That That's not, that's not funny. No. That's not like, it's just, it's just embarrassing. Awkward and weird. And she yells over the What's counter. What's the like, word for like, shit like this has to happen in that house all the time. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Ken, you're right. That stuff is just got to be ordinary. And is it funny to people who don't live in a home that has eight kids? Maybe. All right. It's okay. Look, I I grew up with five, four brothers. I was the Mm. fifth. Uh, And you learn really quickly what a door lock is. And your brothers can learn really quickly how to make the door not lock. However, it's just a game that you play and you figure out how to figure, like, ultimately, if there's something going on, like, nobody wants to see their siblings naked. No. So, the fact that she's being like, ah, instead of just being like, oh, hey, shit, watch, knock out the door, dude. Like, it's just, it's an unreasonable reaction that she had. And then they go downstairs and it's all, hey, Danny, do this and do this. And, like, no other kids in the house all of a sudden. They're apparently still all upstairs sharing the bathroom or whatever. Uh, he made $35 and put, what, $10 in his thing. Apparently the other ones went to drugs. Uh, yeah, he's college fun, but not really. I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter because it's all forgettable. Like it the really first, is. The first 20 minutes are just 
exposition, introducing you to characters, which is kind of the normal thing to do. But in this case, it's just so forgettable. Unnecessary. It's not related to the plot at all, apart from the fact that it introduces Danny as trying to get into like a scholarship type thing because his family's forcing him. But if you're going to exposition it, you might as well just exposition it alongside with Ty on the green where like he actually has some sort of relationship with this golfer guy who might care about him. Probably not. He doesn't seem to care yeah, about anyone. It's, he's so nihilistic and just like, whatever. I, why do we care about him either? We, there's no reason to. Other than he's the son of a guy who built the, uh, what are those places called again? Country club. And he hates the country club, but he keeps going there because he has like a lifetime membership. Okay. You gotta, you gotta golf somewhere. Yeah. Do you though? Do you have to golf at all? Uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I'll ask my clubs that later. They haven't seen the green in a while. I do enjoy golfing and, uh, Danny's, uh, Danny's, uh, what do you call that? A stroke? It sounds disgusting, but uh, golf swing, (laughs) swing. His uh, golf swing, it looks very good. Oh, sure. Yeah. Whereas everyone else in this movie either doesn't golf or they purposely throw on just the weirdest swing that they could. You're thinking of Rodney Dangerfield there. His swings are complete and utter garbage. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, like, there's certain things where, like, yeah, I think I'm supposed to be cheering for Dangerfield in this movie. Like, when he turns on the radio, they're like, yeah, okay, cool. That's, uh, I'll put on my phone and throw that into the, uh, yeah, put some music on while we're driving around the links. Because we use, uh, golf carts, because, ha ha ha. But, uh, it's, so, like, that's about as relatable as he got. Otherwise, he was just insulting everyone he talked to and then giving them money it's because he's new money he isn't old money like the people at the country club sure new money needs to be made fun of and stuff and ridiculed and shown how they're not good people although except his character is not a good person either he's he's an ass compared to the judge Compared to the judge, I guess maybe he is a better person because he tips more than a, qu- a quarter. Okay, that's true, um, yes. And that's all I got. That's about it. Dangerfield's yeah, he, character is he definitely fast and well. loose with his wallet. Right. Like, that's all he's got going for him. Like, I guess Nouveau Rich, sure, they at least try to spread some of the wealth out a little bit, but I think it's more of a uh, status thing, like, look at me, uh, ego terrible people just awful just the worst people yeah and there's to me only one character that's redeemable in this movie that's uh i care about and that's maggie that's it okay the rest of the characters i don't care about how redeemable is her accent depends on the scene (laughs) yeah i really needed her to have just the longest dialogue so i could figure out whether or not she was supposed to have an Irish accent or not. Scottish. Yes. Yes. That's she supposed is supposed to be Scottish. To. It was supposed to be Scottish. Whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> golf is a Scotsman's oh, game. Oh, 
right, yeah, because the guy in the beginning with the Scottish hat, and he hires Bill Murray, the worst, another terrible character in this movie, who just spends his entire time looking at women and making disgusting comments. And feigning whether or not he may or may not be retarded. But that's Honestly, another, that's the first time thing. I watched this movie, that Bill Murray character is what stood out the most. Just being annoying, terrible, gross, and just not fun to watch. Apart from when he was a caddy. Actually, the cat being a caddy in the thunderstorm, having a good time, actually like shooting a legitimately low score game and that's because you know weather and wind and whatnot but outside of that though that character to me feels like an extra arm grafted onto the movie where it's like well yes yeah this why is he here it doesn't feel like he was originally part of the script but then maybe they Got Bill Murray, and they're like, "Oh, Murray we've got Bill Murray vamping so. on on stage, and that's right. it." Yeah. Well, this was directed by uh, Egon, Ramos, right? Ramos, yeah. Which, yeah, I guess you could probably get Bill debut, Murray from it, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Can we say anything positive about the direction of this movie? Um, no. Directing what? What? And what it's, direction? It's pretty. It's pretty humdrum in the way of sh- shooting a movie. Yeah, but a director doesn't call the shots. That's a cinematographer. Joe, what do I know about me? I, what Really? Yeah. What does a director do? The director Nothing? tells the actors when they're doing it right or wrong and oh. massages their um, performance to get it in a fashion that they so desire. And they also help just overall uh, frame the whole movie, basically. But if you're looking for who calls out, oh, we're going to shoot low and be at this angle and have this style of lens, that's the the DP, director of photography and the cinematographer. There was... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. I learned something. Something positive would come from this. Yep, uh, Caddyshack was the first film that Ramis directed. Uh, he also wrote. Oh okay. man! That being said, he had he had Animal House under his belt before he did Caddyshack. So what happened? I don't know. He was also. I'm wondering if that movie holds up as well because I don't remember enjoying that movie the first time. Have I even watched that movie? These are the kind of movies I just generally avoid and like all together just because mm, okay great you put a naked lady in your movie got it woohoo well animal house is usually uh liked because of um jim belushi and his performance but i'm you know i'm trying to remember and it's like because i I, don't, I i watched yeah. it once Back in high school, I don't remember watching it because I didn't really pay that much attention. Yeah. I am talking from my assumptions of Animal House, but it follows the same kind of, uh, I feel like it's the same kind of movie of this. I could actually do, uh, it's objectively the same quality across the board. Uh, Animal House, Ferris Bueller's, just following people that I hate and I don't care about and trying to make me care about somebody. And it's just... 
I don't, I just don't care. And so most of the time when it's one of those kind of movies, uh, you know, college frat boys or golf or, you know, I accidentally watched Ferris Bueller. Uh, it's just, I avoid those movies altogether. I don't like them. They're not interesting to me and they just make me angry. Out of all those, I, I do think that Ferris Bueller's has a sense of fun about it, but I understand what you're saying. He's not a, a likable character when you when you look at him. He just abuses his uh, stature that in his high school society that he has gained. Um, and but whereas anyway. Rooney is probably overstepping his bounds, uh, he's also in the right a lot more than Ferris Bueller is. Well, except for breaking and entering. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe overstepping some bounds right there. <laughs> but by that time, he had already, I don't know. We're not talking about Ferris Bueller, no. thank goodness. Of course, and I'd much rather watch Ferris Bueller than this movie. In this movie, everything kind of suddenly becomes at a peak at a golf tournament. And wow, is that boring. It's not interesting are you saying golf tournament or an impromptu illegal golf it's uh, basically a tournament bet. bet. it's a golf bet but it doesn't matter how much money they keep yelling at each other it's still not interesting no it's not and having Um, ty have like oh now suddenly i don't believe in myself so i suck at golf and we can't outright just win it's like okay so what? It's such a weird turn. It, it It's just like, it doesn't change anything other than, oh no, the rich people will be out money and the other rich people will be laughing. And the way that it ends, put some money in um, Danny's pocket for college, probably pays his whole college off with that. But they Except don't even... for we don't really know if Danny got the money. Because no. it would have went to uh, Rodney Dangerfield. And he said it'd make it worth your while, but worth your while to these rich fuckers is nothing. And and that's the thing is, I think probably the Rodney got like Dangerfield 10 bucks character would just sneeze out the money to put Danny through college. Only like, to rub it in the face of those other rich people. When the judges, was a granddaughter or whatever she was, went to uh, Chevy Chase's house... And she found a bunch of uncashed checks for $70,000. Like, if you're just going to have that money sitting there on a stand, why not give it to Danny, the guy you're like, oh, I wish I could help you with uh, college. But no, these people are just all words and no action. That And they're all unlikable people. Yeah. that That's, that's it. Even Danny. Unlikable. Maybe. Generally speaking, unlikable, yeah. Passing moments of being okay. Um, but being in front of his girlfriend whom he just, you know, got it on with and then just gawking over another woman right in front of her. What a fucking Uh asshole. Who's not exactly the most attractive. Very Aryan. Very Aryan. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, she's, she's fine. And that's, she's plenty attractive enough. However... You got yourself a girl. Yeah. A, a very, I think we've already covered the best character in this movie. Yeah. I don't have any problems with Maggie as far as I remember. 
Apart from the fact that she didn't just drop him right there like a bad habit. As she should have. Absolutely. And makes excuses for him at the end of the movie and says, Oh, I know, that's just the way you are. I wonder. And it's like, I come I, on. I wonder. <laughs> what are you wondering? Oh, man? Bechtel test. Let's see. Oh, no, no. I, no, this movie I, cannot pass. Does this movie have two named women? No. <laughs> Maggie and Lori? What was the blonde's name that we Lacey. just spoke about? Lacey. Lacey, but they never talk. They never talk. And the closest you might be able to get is like a passing hello from one of the older ladies. And However, I mean, two older ladies may no. discuss something like, oh, that's the tea that fell from the second floor. And that's about it. I, that, yeah, that wouldn't that shouldn't count. cause them to pass the Bechtel test. No. Uh, I'm going to retroactively, even if it does, just call that bunk and uh, dismiss that as a bad result because it, it does not. There's... No sense of feminism I in this movie whatsoever. I cannot find an entry on the Bechtel Test website for Caddyshack. Because <laughs> they didn't even bother. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, wh- they did one for Caddyshack too, and it failed. Well, imagine <laughs> oh, surprise. that. There's a second movie. There's yeah. a second movie. Don't don't even waste your time. And people, holy, uh, holy fuck. Yeah, people it's... enjoy this movie enough to have them make a second one. And it ain't good. Anyway. Yeah, uh, we said enough about what's didn't work for us in this movie. What what did work, or was music? The, the music it starts did, off with a music, wonderful yeah, with vocal, Kenny Loggins, and yeah, yeah. It's just some solid with, music throughout. Although yeah, I'm, all I'm all right, right or whatever that song is. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, and then the rest I of it is I don't, don't know. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, that's the only good song in this movie, isn't it? There's yeah. not really much it's else. It's really the only song in that. the movie. The rest of it's just kind of background music filler, um, instrumentals, nothing else. Um. Oh wait, see. what did what did Rodney have playing on? It was um on the radio out of his golf bag. It was a rock song. Yeah, it was uh, Journey. Oh right, Journey. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. But yep, anyway, like much. Rodney Dangerfield wasn't funny. He's never he funny. He had slight moments, but he wasn't funny. Uh Chevy Chase wasn't funny. He had slight little tiny tiny things that were okay. But that's but that what was it. like Bill- that's what he's known for is the like hey, I'm a a well-known comedian and I actually don't do jokes. I just make small quips and everybody laughs because I'm fucking Chevy Chase. Yeah. And make disgusting tongue waggles at women as they walk by. Yeah. He was okay in the role, but it wasn't funny overall. No. uh, He had a couple of, yeah, decent off-the-cuff quips, but... uh, For the most part, nah, not really. There's not really much in the way of actual humor in this movie. A couple of pratfalls, which, eh. I'm trying to think of what my favorite bit is from the movie, and it's like, was it talking through the lamp on the desk, and then he, like, shoves it off to the side? And that was 
one of oh the the candy bar the candy bar in the pool is the funniest thing that's it is i I was was already over the movie by that point i don't know if that was funny i'm saying that was the funniest thing in the movie I think the funniest thing in the movie was the goddamn gopher, but I don't know. I got to think. Oh, no, I laughed the hardest at the kid with the. Hey, I love puppets, but. Eh. Especially dancing gopher puppets. I I mean, they were smart to start off with the dancing gopher puppet. Do you think Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull would have been better with the uh, dancing gopher puppet (laughs) instead of CGI gopher? Maybe. (laughs) Non-dancing. Otherwise, I've already covered my favorite funny part, which is the kid trying to pick up the giant golf bag. Gotcha. And that was more of a uh, passing laugh than like straight up, straight up, haha, hilarity. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. least I could feel good about laughing about that. I, I love Ted Knight overacting in this film. I, I did Knight. not know Ted Knight's the the owner judge. of the golf club where the judge, yeah, okay. judge. What's his what's his shit? He um, just the the meme of meme of Ted Knight saying, "Well, we're waiting." I did not know that came from Caddyshack, so I guess that's a thing that I could say I like. Sure. Uh, retroactively, I'm offended that you've used that meme with me. <laughs> I've never used it with you. How dare you? Maybe it was me. I don't know. You've put it in our chat before. Somebody did. Well, it's because his face is so good at being all wacky and bendy. But, I mean, if outside of him doing his overacting as Ted Knight being Ted Knight, I mean, like, that character is just meh. But I like him him acting so big. It just makes you feel like you can't take the movie seriously, which you can't do anyway, because, eh. Well, it's supposed to be a comedy. Like many of these uh, movies watched before, oh, like, remember oh, uh, watching you guys want to know what is what, what the the tagline for this movie is? Please watch uh, to the end. At last, <laughs> a comedy that bites. And the first movie poster is a pair of women's lips caressing a that golf ball. Has nothing to do with the film whatsoever. That tagline means nothing except that the gopher bit. Uh, that landkeeper. I mean, this movie. This yeah, movie for bites for the... like not in a good way. <laughs> he flipped the gopher off. What do you expect the gopher to do? <laughs> yeah, uh... I, I changed my mind. The gopher is the only one I'm cheering for. I want to wreak havoc. My project mayhem is releasing a bunch of gophers on golf courses. Mind you, I'd have to do some research into like shitty golf course owners, so I'd know I'm not like fucking with some monpastor that deserve to have a decent uh, golf course going for them. Uh, which is just, I'm too tired to do any of that. So I don't, I'm not going to, but if I were, there you go. There's my plan. All right. I know I went into this movie expecting nothing and I was disappointed. So I'm going to assume that that's, uh, well, your opinion hasn't changed because you didn't have an opinion before this. So Nope. Didn't have an opinion. <laughs> so actually, my opinion actually did change. It went from nothing to bad. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, I just kind of assumed it was funny and it was good because my father liked it. And then um, watching it again, it reminds me that, yeah, 
there are plenty times where my dad was not correct in things and that I shouldn't always follow his lead. <laughs> this, it, it's not funny. It's, it's really it's boring. And gross. It's just, eh, there's no point. Not it's it's a it's yeah, but it's, it's a not even an entertaining movie. dudes movie. I've seen entertaining dudes movies. It's, this it's one supposed it's supposed to tickle the lizard brain that is the the male human mind. It didn't. I guess I just I I am not the right demographic for this movie. You can say that I'm just not the right demographic for this movie, but really, given how the times have changed. This shouldn't be a movie for anybody. We really shouldn't be keeping on perpetuating this kind of stereotypes, these kind of sexual uh, object objectifications. We shouldn't keep this movie even fucking on the shelf. Or maybe we should just so we can go back and look back at this movie and be like, wow, we were a terrible people back then. We were terrible people back then. Good for us for coming this far. Hopefully we don't fall back. Well, it's in process, so... Yeah. Wah, wah. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to take a wild guess here, and you, everyone's in agreement this doesn't stand up. Uh, this is the worst movie we've reviewed. Correct. <laughs> and we, we reviewed Lo Escape from L.A., guys. I would rather watch this. I would rather rewatch that not. than have to Escape watch this New again. York. Oh yeah, but you know what? It those both those movies are so bad that I can't remember their titles. This movie is so awful that I'm never going to forget how bad Caddyshack is. Look, I hated <laughs> Stand by Me. I said, I believe I said in that episode, I never go back and watch it. I still stand by that but if somebody were to hold up stand by me and this movie i'd pick stand by me and then walk out of the room because i'm not gonna waste <laughs> yep, my time yep. i don't even think this like yeah. you couldn't remake this movie even like that is a good challenge i'd take you up on that i think you can make a good funny golf movie about caddies at a country club getting one over on the rich people i just yeah so many things you can do, but this movie just kind of. Uh, I mean, it's the, way the remake, it. the bar is so low that, like, anything that you did to remake this movie not like Caddyshack would immediately make the movie better than Caddyshack. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, the premise that Joe just outlined is actually a fairly good premise. Uh, however,. This movie doesn't do it well, and nope. Uh, just a couple of tweaks, real quick, and uh, you got yourself something that would at least be not offensive. There is a movie out there that is that. That's where the, I'll say, you know, air quote, the poor people of a fancy area get one over on the rich, stuffy people on the area, and it's actually funny. That movie is One Crazy Summer. If you haven't seen it, it ends in a regatta. Like a boat race? Oh, my. And the <laughs> 80s loved a good regatta. Ah, uh, the 80s. I want to do 
one crazy summer for this podcast, but I have to find it streaming from someplace first. It's like you can't find if I'd probably say that and someone will be like, well, it's right here. And I'll be like, God damn it. Anyway. Well, before we start talking about another movie, that was us. Uh... <laughs> Tearing up a golf course like a gopher. Farting on a golf course, leaving Dookie in a pool, just like the movie Caddyshack. If you can please rate, review, comment, subscribe. Maybe listen to another episode because this one... Please, this, this, one this was, episode is so bad. This one was just a, a bad movie. I mean, I could point you back to the other seven episodes Those that we Jurassic just Park did. ones were so you good. Know, before it, this episode. But if you don't like extremely long podcasts, there's also shorter ones, too. So. Fair, fair, fair. All, all I'm not, not going to deny that. But then, come back in two weeks when we will watch and talk about the movie Labyrinth. Right? That's what we're doing? That's what we agreed to. That's what we discussed. Correct. I I had a panic attack. I will try to not poop all over this movie. I will try. I will make... I'm making a promise right now that I'm not... I'm not gonna do it, guys. I'm I'm losing my faith in myself right now. And it'll be better than Caddyshack. It will be better than Caddyshack. It'll be better than Caddyshack. So come back in two weeks when we rewind again.